I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. Almost back to normal again. Almost, yeah. My voice is almost back to normal. Is that what you're talking about, Hugh? Yeah. Yeah, and... <laughs> We're doing what we intended to do. We're recording on a Friday, covering the previous four episodes. What was it? 13 to 16 this week? Episodes 13 to 16. Kind of a disjointed week. Started off with Intimacy Week or Intimacy Day or Intimacy 40 Minutes. It was all over the place, I thought. The dinner party, the commitment ceremony came on hot in its heels, of course. And then we had that group day out. I think, yeah, I think that's probably a criticism that I have of the whole series this time Mm. around. It's just everything is just so fast. You're not getting into anything. You're not getting into the nuts and bolts. Everything is really superficial. You're getting glimpses into their lives. Yeah, exactly. There's just no depth. It's kind of hard to cover the actual items and the show because you're flipping back and forward. There's so many couples. It's very disjointed. And then I suppose there's so much alluded to that happened off screen. And you're kind of thinking, oh, what are they talking about? I didn't see that. I missed that. What happened there? And, you know, you kind of have to make things up in your head and assume (laughs) what happened and all of this. So that's difficult as well. I think all of the juicy bits happened off screen. Yeah. Somebody said that online. They said, this show would be so much better if we could see all those bits that we can't see, the bits that are off camera, the spin the bottle and all those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to mention one. But you look at it, we'll we'll struggle on. Well, what we're going to do is we just basically do state of the couples. There's going to be 10 of them. So it's going to be a little bit of a whistle stop tour. Okay, well, can I just say I want to start a portion, Terence? Yeah, it seems as good a place as any. They obviously went out of the show. They obviously, well, it wasn't obvious to portion, fairness, <laughs> until they were actually going. Like, did you ever see somebody just so completely oblivious and blindsided? I honestly believe she was blindsided. I don't think she saw that coming. Yeah, probably true. Let's start at the start. This all seems to be, if I'm right, it all seems to be over the spin the bottle and the kissing. Until Bottlegate, yeah. um, it was it was all, yeah, it was all Rosie in the garden and it all seemed to be going really well between the two of them. They did have a conversation when she got back and they seemed to be pretty much OK with it, at least going to the dinner party. But I certainly thought that they had ironed things out and that yeah. he was, he'd come to terms with it and he was over it. Yeah, but then they got to the dinner party. Luke, of all people, sat him down and kind of laid out the numbers. And the numbers weren't pretty. He was talking about four guys. And it all seemed to change for Terence. The fact that it was a major subject among the group and the fact that they had come in last was another factor in it as well. And Terence surprised me because he seemed to listen a lot to the court of public opinion. He did, yeah. Now... In fairness, like, I think he had come to terms with what she told him. And then when mm. he spoke to Luke, he was maybe getting a different impression of what happened. And the fact that the people who were there were kind of quite shocked over it and had issues yeah. with it. Oh, you know, that like that would say a lot. And let's be honest about this. It's not the fact that she played spin the bottle. It was the fact that she kissed all of those people and she was the only one whose partner wasn't there. Yeah, I, I, I accept that. And I think the point was made through the whole uh, dinner party episode that it's not as bad as kissing somebody one to one in a darkened bedroom or something like that. But at the same time, if you're going to get into all of that sort of thing, your partner should at least be there. If you're having a big laugh, it's a big laugh that you all share together. 
So what you're saying is just let me be very clear about this so there's no ambiguity to you. Right. I'm going to the award ceremony at work tonight. Ah. Going to be loads of us there. So we all have a few drinks and decide to whip out a bottle and play <laughs> spin the bottle. You don't have any issue with me kissing anyone No, else. I'm not saying that at all. I'm <laughs> saying it's so. not quite as bad as some sort of illicit affair and cheating and all that. It's not as bad as that, but it's not right either. And it is a betrayal of trust. Absolutely. Well, Again, I suppose it all comes down to what is cheating? You know, what do you define as cheating? I think it was Luke that said that they had already set boundaries before they went in or before any of this happened. They'd set boundaries. They knew they were together there. They knew how far they could go and each other should go, etc, etc. Whereas, obviously, there were no boundaries set with Portia because she was there on her own. Now I listen to that. That begs the question, did they know there was going to be a game of spin the bottle when they went? And did Portia knowingly go without Terence? Maybe she kind of encouraged him not to go. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it was set up by the by the producers yeah. in some way, shape or form. But oh, yeah. that said, even if you and I were out in a night out and friends decided to whip out a bottle and play spin the bottle, you and I would say to each other, are you OK with this? All right, mm. no, hang on for a second. We can do a bit of kissing and that's it. Like, yeah. no, no further than that. So maybe that's how they set their boundaries on the night. Like, we just don't know. No. Again, we just no, don't we'll know. we'll never know. We'll never know. Although some stuff is coming out online, but there's always three sides to every story. Now, it moved on further in the dinner party and it was an issue that just would not go away. It really upset Portia. Even when Terence tried to stand up and address it, Portia got involved. The two of them ended up almost bickering. It just wasn't good. And it all culminated with the commitment ceremony. I think that that Portia, I think she handled it badly. You know, I think she was the one who kind of kept bringing it up and she was the one who kept reacting to it. If she didn't react to it so much, they wouldn't have kept bringing it up. And I think fair play to Terence, he did stand up immediately and try and support his wife Mm -hmm. and try and address it. And she just made him look stupid. She just made him look stupid. I, I felt embarrassed for him, you know. I know. And Peggy had that little wry smile as well, too. Yeah. And I, like, don't get me wrong. Portia didn't need Terence to stand up for. She was well able to speak her truth. But it was nice what he did that he was supporting her, whether he believed in it or not. And at that stage, let's be honest, he had concerns. Yeah. The commitment ceremony, though, was where it all ended up. And once again, we had a situation where the judges didn't abide by their own rules. I don't think that Terence left them with much of a choice. I think that they did try and say, well, guys, you know, the agreement was mm. that if one of your rights stayed, that you had to stay. And Portia wanted to stay and wanted to give it a shot. He wasn't staying. Terence is going either way and he made it very clear. True. Terence went on like that, but they didn't remonstrate with Terence in the slightest. They didn't say, hold on, this is the rules. This is what you signed up to. Now, Portia did a little bit of a flip-flop. First of all, she said, well, do you know what? I'm going to go. And then she thought about it. At least the edit makes you think that she thought about it. And then she said, no, they're the rules. I'm staying in. You stay here with me. They're the rules. And what did, I think it was Melissa. Was it Melissa or Charlene? One of them hauled her back and said, hold on, let me get this straight. Why are you changing your decision? Oh, I don't remember that, Hugh. I don't remember that. No, no, no. Portia was the one who was hauled over the coals when she was actually sticking with the rules of the show. 
you know, at that stage, why? Just to get your own back? I know, but you shouldn't be questioned about sticking with the rules of the show. You should be questioned more about breaking the rules. Yeah, okay. But look, maybe you had that discussion. It just wasn't shown. It was all in the edit. Yeah. So, and we don't know what contracts this is. Anyway, the whole thing, once again, stunk. Because basically, the rules of the UK one are very different to the ones of the Aussie one. In the rules of the UK one, they kind of turn to the other person and say, do you want to change your decision? Nearly every time. When the other person votes leave and the other person votes stay. Yeah, but look, at it, they're gone. It is what it is. They're gone. They don't gone. have to worry about them anymore. Good, good, good riddance. We'll, yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm mortified, Portia. Can I just say that? I'm mortified for... Let's talk about the people who are still there. Jay and Luke. Is Luke cleaning up his act or is he still a little bit snidey and a little bit loose with his lips? No, I think he's still a little bit loose with his lips. I don't think he's changed fundamentally. He's still yeah. saying what's on his mind. Mm. I, I I, think Luke is just Luke. I don't think he's playing any games. Honestly, yeah. you. Where are they as a couple? Have they had a good week or a bad week? Well, they seem to have had a good week. Yeah. And, and he yeah. said later on in, in the week where they had that couples or no, the days out or whatever that the was. The affair day out because it was designed to basically it was tantalise each to other, tant- wasn't tantalize it? Yeah. some yeah. people, yeah. Day without your partner. So, um, and he did say that the sex was great and they were at it like rabbits and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, that's good. And they certainly seem to be getting on well. Yeah. And they seem to be very united and they seem to be kind of backing each other up and singing off the same name sheet. So hmm. I can't see at this point in time any cracks in their relationship. No, let's move on to uh, to what we initially were doing uh, with the couples. We weren't going to give them marks out of 10 for saying yes at final vows. Where are we, Jay and Luke? I think we were at 8 and 10 before is what we were giving them. Um, what are you saying now? I'm still sticking with 8. I, I'm very hopeful for those two. Yeah, I think <clears> we've <throat> seen a little bit of a different side to Luke, which might be an issue later on. So I'm just going to drop down to 8 as well. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Ross and Thomas. Ross and Thomas, they had a good week by all accounts. All of a sudden, they're getting it on and enjoying it. They did the intimacy week. Their task was to gaze into each other's eyes, wasn't it? Yeah. And then it was to hug them. As if we haven't seen that before. Yeah, no, yeah, once or twice. It had a very powerful effect. I think a lot more happened with them. You know, I think you could almost do a week show on what happened with them over the week. Major, major changes. They've turned a corner, haven't they? Yeah. They have, they've turned a corner. I think, personally, they're evolving as one of the strongest couples because there's no shit about them. It is yeah. what it is. They're laying it all bare, the good, the bad and the ugly. Mm. And they're getting on with it. Yeah. You know, they both want to be there. I don't think there's any drama around them at this point in time. There's no drama. There's no whispers. Yeah. They seem to be fairly united. You know, if they went to the couple's night, they went as a couple, they came home for, from a, as a couple. Yeah. And Thomas grew a pair of balls and he put it up to Arthur. Oh my good God in heaven. Did you see that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of proud of him. I think he had a point. Mm. You, you less so, but I think he had a point because it wasn't so much a genuine couple question. The question was about lying and Arthur sat back and said, basically, I think you guys have been lying to us all. And he didn't even come out with any clear examples because that was the thing. Thomas was questioning him over it, questioning him over it, and he couldn't really back it up. You know what they say, it's always the quiet ones you should look at yourself for, isn't it? <laughs> well, I was very proud of them. Yeah, I was I was too. And I was thinking, oh, my, I was like sitting at the edge of my seat saying, how is this going to go? Because Arthur really did kind of lean into him and appear to be putting it up to him. Yeah. And I thought they were going to come to blows at some at one stage. But neither yeah. of them were backing. It was certainly Thomas wasn't backing down. I, to be honest with you, yes, I thought Thomas got too defensive too quickly. Yeah. He just immediately lit on him. And let's face it, everybody's entitled to their opinions. Again, that might be just in the edit. 
it could be I, I'd say a lot of that was in the edit in fairness but at the end of the day Arthur backed down Arthur yeah, the big man and he's making himself out to be this big man back down to Thomas okay so I'm guessing the numbers are going to be up on their out of 10 score give me a score mm, I'm thinking I'm thinking 8 wow you're going up to 8 yeah I'm thinking 8 I'm, I'm hopeful about those two. All right. I don't think I'd be quite as hopeful. I am a lot more hopeful. I'm going to go up to, from I think I gave them four, I'm going to go up to about six now at this stage. Ella and Nathaniel, um, gosh, we're not going to be giving them much of a score, are we, after this week? Oh, if she doesn't get with Jay, I'll eat my hat. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that was planned out. That couple's thing was planned out so that they would be together. I think, you know. Two days. Can you give them two days? JJ. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just for correction. Yeah, JJ. So I think it was planned out that JJ and Ella would be together in that whole spa scenario where they were kind of, you know, semi-naked and, you know. Look, the whole thing was very, very set up. If you ask me, it was meant to be a lads and separate lads and girls retreat because one of them went to a spa and was in a swimming pool. The other's just sort of sat around, didn't they? Yeah, I, th- I didn't get that at all. Absolutely. And they played beer pong or something. Yeah. So to me, that looked a much more ladsy one. So I think there was going to be a lads one and a girls one. But at the last minute, they decided we'd put them separate. We'd give them loaded questions and that'll shove JJ and Ella together. Together, yeah. So it was it was orchestrated. Yeah. And she is exactly what he said. He didn't want to such, but he lusts after. Yeah. So there you go. To be honest, that relationship is pretty dead in the water. Anyway, it never really was going. That shite about Nathaniel, uh, Nathaniel saying, you know, we're going in the right direction and it's building between us and well, all of that. Crap, seriously. Not at all. It's coming so's Christmas, mate. Yeah, you were never into her. In fact, her saying that she fancies JJ possibly is giving him a bit of light in the whole thing because he never wanted to publicly reject her. That's exactly. What that's his excuse now. So he can kind of, you know, he has a moral high ground. He'd be the most hated man in the gay community. Let's face it. Yeah, true enough. You know. Okay. What score is he going to give them? Oh, God. I know. It's just zero. It is dead in the water. Absolutely. Yeah, zero, 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 zero. Laura and Arthur. Um, we saw a different side to Arthur in a way. Um did we? Yeah, I think we did. In that Arthur, he's not, not much to Arthur. No, he's not very substantial was the words I was going to say. Because if you look at him in that confrontation he had with Thomas, he just couldn't make any argument. And don't give me the shite that it's because English isn't his first language. That's nothing to do with it. I know, he, he just, uh, there isn't, I can't get anything from him. I can't get, yeah. there's nothing to him. There's nothing behind him. You know, there's no, he doesn't, I can't understand that he's challenging anybody emotionally, psychologically. Logically, yeah. intellectually, you know, he's just maybe it's because he hasn't been there for the week and we've missed him a bit. There's just nothing to him. No. It's all bland. It's all the same. And I'm surprised that that sort of person really gives Laura what she needs. Maybe it's just all her own way. Is that it? And he just looks pretty. Or maybe, maybe so. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe he just tells her what she wants to hear. Mm. At the end of the day, she's been with men who are so far up their own arse, it seems. Maybe, yeah. That it couldn't give her the attention she deserves. And like I say, maybe she, maybe he is exactly what she needs at this point in time. Mm. Um, no, I think he kind of does genuinely. He's impressed with her. He's in awe of her. And, and she needs that. She needs that. Mm. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll work out. What yeah. marks are you giving them? What marks am I giving them? Um, six. 
Yeah, probably four now, to be honest with you. Laura kind of seems to be coming into her own as like the person who is talking sense into everybody in the group. The mammy of the group. Oh, I don't think she be. <laughs> she wouldn't like that. Happy with any of those terms. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. Okay, so let's move on to Tasha and Paul. There's really only one thing to talk about with them, and that is Tasha's transformation. Oh, wow. Where did that come from? Yeah. She, do you know, to be honest with you, I kind of always had this thing about Tasha. There was something underlying there that she was a little bit rough around the edges. Yeah. Well, the mask slipped. It wasn't really a transformation. It was the mask slipped. Let's be honest. Um, She just, her face, her mannerisms, she was just bang out of order. She was just horrible to Erica. And she came across as downright shabby. Yeah. Like, Erica might be a bit irritating, but she didn't deserve that. No, I, I agree. Again, I'm going to say it's all in the edit, Hugh, as we know. Mm. But, you know, Tasha took a dislike to her. And yeah. the way Tasha put it up to her was just not acceptable. It wasn't nice. No. It wasn't pretty. It was actually, it was embarrassing for her. And I think she will rue the day that she made herself out like that. Her criticism of Erica, initially anyway, was that she has loads of opinions. She's only been in the door five minutes and she's given all this opinion on people, right? Which she was asked for, by the way, in a, as a part of a question. She didn't just come out with it. And my God, that group have a lot of opinions in general and we've been subjected to them for the last four weeks. But what really kicked it off, strangely enough, was when the girl said, I don't really know you two very well. And she was kind of loath to give a few opinions. And that was when Tasha went for all the worse. And in fairness, I don't think that anything Erica said was controversial. No. I don't think she said anything controversial or bad about anybody, any of the couples. No. I think Tasha, what is it, a power struggle? Does she want to be the top couple or... I, I don't get it. Did she see Erica's competition? Because that's the way it's coming across. Yeah, she kind of sees her as a threat. They're a similar age group and we thought that would maybe give them a bit of a bond together. Quite the opposite, it seems. She sees her as direct threat. Yeah, and I thought initially when when we first met Erica that herself and Tasha were very similar in their personality and that they're both vivacious and kind of, you know, fairly outspoken and had joie de vivre, really, in, in my opinion. Well, one thing we can say about Erica, she's well able to hold herself. She is, and in a very refined way. Yeah. Whereas Tasha is well able to hold herself, but in a very shabby way. We have very little to say about Paul, other than a few comments about sex. He was hardly in the last episode. I can barely remember them on the couch. I don't know. Are they... I don't say they're in trouble, because they're not in trouble, but we are seeing things that could cause friction between them for the first time. Yeah, I don't think that Paul would be happy with Tasha's behaviour. You know, I really don't. That's going to get back to him. Yeah, what we 100%. what we know about his background and his family and things, I don't think that he would be, um, he'd be happy or he'd be impressed with her behaviour. Paul, I kind of like Paul. I know we don't see anything. I know he mm. says very little, but I do think that there's something there with Paul. And I wish we did get to see more of him. Yeah, I feel that with all the couples. I feel there's too more, many couples in it now. We've two couples going out of it, let's be honest. So it is going to clear the boards. But another two coming in next week, Hugh. I know, I know, I know. I have to lower the numbers a little bit for Tasha and Paul because I'm seeing possible roadblocks along the way. And I am going to lower their numbers down to seven at this stage. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go lower again and I'm going to go six. Ooh. 
I Gosh. think they've. I think they will. They will potentially next week come to a crossroad mm. in the marriage. And I think if Tasha keeps up her behaviour the way she's going at the moment, I think that Paul is going to have to make a decision on whether he can live with that going forward. Is this? You know, is it just kind of the way Tasha is at this point in time, and she's frustrated about something, or is this actually Tasha, as you said, is the mask slipping, and we're seeing the real Tasha? Well, I have to say, there's a fair old chance we're going to see this kind of behaviour again at the dinner party next week and the dinner party of course precedes the commitment ceremony true enough George and Peggy Peggy and George Peggy and George Um, they had a bad week there's no two ways about it yeah Uh, they really did they tried something that didn't suit them maybe uh, in that to me they went into that dinner party out for victims and out for trouble and they thought they would have a victim in Portia and Terence uh, and be able to be the big I am. She was right behind George going into that dinner party. I think to she me. instigated it. In, yeah. I, I know this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think that Pe- Peggy instigated a lot of it, you know, because we heard a couple of snide remarks and comments that she made about other couples. Mm. I think she instigated, but when it all, and, and I think George backed her up 100%. Yeah. But when it all kicked up, she didn't about turn. <laughs> And like she didn't about turn in that she more or less denied everything and turned on the tears oh, yeah. and all that she was. She was not able to speak up for herself, Hugh. She was not able to support herself. And she wasn't able to speak up for her husband, really. And she wasn't able to speak up for her no. husband either. You know, and now it's all poor me. Oh, this is all a disaster. She pretty much and- ditched him. Yeah, she just is. She's a people pleaser. Now, having said that, he took the ball and he ran and he was pretty horrible. And it was none of his goddamn business. If they as a couple were able to get around that, they're able to get around that. It's none of your goddamn business. You can have an opinion. You can make it in the course of conversation. But that's it. Yeah, no, I agree. And I you think at his behaviour at the dinner party where he was speaking French um, and, you know, looking at the translation of what he was saying, I thought it was disgusting. Yeah. I thought it was disgusting. Right? And he was speaking to a woman. He was speaking to Portia. Yeah, pretty cowardly, really, in that he just directed it directly at her. Obviously, she's a French speaker. Uh, was cowardly in that he didn't want people to know exactly what he was saying to her. Yeah, I'm nice. surprised there wasn't more made of that. Yeah. You know, I really am surprised. I think that was a, a missed opportunity for a lot of the couples to kind of think even worse of George. Yeah. Like, is it they don't think bad of him already? But again, he had a miraculous turnabout and he seems to be flavour of the month now from this boy's, girl's, uh, That'll be short-lived. Odd retreat, that fair will weekend, be whatever. short-lived. Scores for them, I am going for... I'll go five because I think yeah. that they they both want for the publicity and for their pride. They both want to make it to the end and they probably will say yes at the commitment ceremony. I'm going to go five. Now, yeah. whether they're actually able to sustain it because Peggy's a weak link. George will. George will brazen it out. Peggy's a weak link. <laughs> and then how, lo- how much longer can George go without sex? Well, OK, but that's not going to get him off the show. He's he's loving the limelight. Uh, he's ready for a row. He's probably happiest in confrontation, if the truth be told. He was well up for it. He seemed oh, very, yeah. very comfortable. Yeah, he was seen to be very yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. If he was with somebody who was a little more aggressive, you'd see real fireworks. Yeah, they'd be a real power couple. Yeah. But I think they thought they were, but they're actually not. Hmm, maybe so. Erica and Jordan. We go into the new couples now. Erica and Jordan. Um, Love's young dream so far. Yeah, they seem to come very well, although we haven't really heard much from Jordan. We've heard a lot from Erica, but not so much from Jordan. Yeah, he's... (laughs) Well, maybe that's only fair because 
of the words that were spoken at their wedding, he spoke about nine or ten out of them, didn't he? Very so, true, Hugh. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's probably only fair that we hear a lot more from Erica now. Um, yeah, he's taken a little bit of a backseat, very early days, but it's looking good. Yeah, I think we'll see more of him as the week progress. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they get on as a couple, because in fairness, they haven't been tested. And it is a bit naive of Erica to be kind of saying, oh, I think we're really strong and it's really, really this. And like, we've seen that before. Mm. You know, pride comes before a fall, Erica. Just remember that. She's good on reality TV, though. I, I agree. And this is not going to be her. I don't know whether it is her first stint, but it won't be her last. No, no, no. But there's, there's something about her. She can fill the screen. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. This... Um, and she's, she, you know, she just, she thinks she's amazing. She thinks she's great. Yeah. And look, at isn't, you don't, you need that kind of attitude and that kind of self-confidence. It's looking pretty good, but she's fiery and there could be more differences. She said herself, there's initial attraction. She can see why they were put together, but there's, other differences there. Uh, Will he we'll, be too insipid for? Yeah, that's probably something like it. Uh, seven from me. Six. Six from you. Okay. We're pretty much in agreement all the way through. Don't we always? This is uh, our life. Um, yeah, Not. okay. Bianca and JJ. Oh, gosh. They were probably couple of the week. Or non couple of the week. For all the wrong reasons, yeah. I genuinely feel sorry for Bianca. Yeah. She does seem like a really lovely girl. Yeah. JJ says one thing, but does another. Because his whole raison d'etre of coming into the show was, I want to meet somebody nice and gentle and kind. I'm sick of all these fake, plasticky, in-your-face women who really just look after themselves. And the truth be told, when he got somebody nice, generous and kind, who in my eyes is very good looking as well, and mad into him, he rejected her. And he's been so cold about it. He really is. Yeah, she's not, she doesn't stand a chance. I think it's really unfair. I think she was, she was, she was playing on the back foot from the very beginning. Mm. She shouldn't have been matched with him. Yeah. You know, because you're right, what he's saying and what he's doing are two completely different things. And yes, there's a little bit of a kinky side to her. Oh, look, that's what she said when she was massaging him. Ah, no, no, there's there's a little bit more to her. She's not quite as innocent as she makes out. And she's certainly upfront with the sexual side and all that. So, you know, it's not that she's some little shy country bumpkin or something coming into his life, you know? No, she is well able for him. She's very yeah. strong. She's a very strong woman and she is well able for him. Yeah. Um, she's not what he wants to. And he doesn't fancy her and he has no intention of taking that sexual or, you know, phys- physical or even romantic relationship any further. He just doesn't. He's just not interested. And especially now that Ella is on the scene and Ella has expressed interest on him. Poor Bianca doesn't stand a chance. And it's very much two-way traffic. He is most definitely interested in her. He is like a kid in a sweet shop every time he looks over at her. Yeah, and she is playing up to that shamelessly. Oh, yeah. The two of them are flirting. Look, there's two of them are in it. The two of them are flirting. You can see a million miles away what's going to happen between those two. And yet, in some ways, I wouldn't have exactly put them together. Look, they'll probably get together, have amazing sex. And again, he'll be kind of saying, no, do you know what? This isn't actually what I want. Um, She's too plastic. She's too dish to that. She doesn't have the family values I need. All of this load of crap. And Ella, in fairness to Ella, I don't think that he's what she needs either. Mm. I really don't. No. She needs somebody that's, I hate to say it, it's probably more like Nathaniel, probably deeper, getting to know her as a person on a deeper level. Yeah. Rather than just jumping into bed and, you know, having wild sex and, you know, that's the only thing that's between them. There's just an ick there with Nathaniel and that's why... You know, Ella I think Nathaniel, I think both JJ and um, Ella, they need 
that justification. They need somebody to find them attractive and find them sexually attractive. And I think they're really confused between lust and love. Yeah. I think it's very interesting that we're meant to be talking about Bianca and JJ and we've drifted on to Ellen, Nathaniel and everybody else nearly along the way. Them as a couple just it, it's feeling like it's over already, isn't it? It's not working out. It's not going to work out between those two. No, no. Zero. Yeah, there's not a hope in hell. There's nothing she can do that will make him fall in love with her. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, I think she's already fallen for him. But I'm hoping that she has a little bit more common sense. I'm hoping she's strong enough to kind of understand that it's going nowhere. Cut your losses now, girl. Get out. Well, I don't think anybody would blame her. Let's put it like that. She's coming out very well out of the series so far. You yeah, know, yeah, I agree. With going her. into she's, her second, third week, whatever it is. She's done herself proud. We started off the show with a couple who are leaving, Portia and Terence, and we're going to finish with a couple who are definitely leaving, Shona and Brad. Uh, Dead in the water. Yeah, I was going to say, where did it all go wrong? B or A, D. Like, I don't know. And yet he is still sitting on that couch and he is being, you know, completely deadpan, no reactions to anything that's been said and still believes he is absolutely right. He Even been, when he's taking responsibility, he thinks he's right. He's been thrown off the show, it has to be said, in a very gentle and dignified manner. I don't think they want him to be hunted in the streets. And that's probably a lot of the, a, a lot of the reason for that. Um it's it was very uncomfortable to watch and actually thinking back on it their whole relationship has been very uncomfortable to watch from the get-go for me the low point for me strangely and the bit where i went oh my god this is horrible to watch is when he said to her you've never had responsibility what responsibility have you ever had and she went um 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 my my house and and my dog and i felt so sorry for her I felt so sorry for her when he was telling her to shut up at the dinner party. Yeah. And she would nowhere to go with it. Like, she had no answer. No. Like, she just accepted it. That's when I felt really sorry for her. But it, it appears that when they got home that night, that she had it out with him and she stood up for herself. And he, well, I don't think he got violent. He certainly got verbally abusive if we're to read between the lines. Yes, absolutely. And the care team split them apart. That's yeah. what seems to have happened. And it's taken two days to come down. And the saddest part of it is that she kind of went out the way she came in, in that she flipped her decision and her thought process right then and there. Because initially she said, no, no, I want to stay in the process. I think we can make this work, maybe. And she changed her mind when he said, no, we should leave. It, 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 he just has that effect on her. Yeah, what he says goes. And she's just like, it is that kind of student uh, teacher relationship. It almost like, you know, God. It's, it's like it's like a cult thing, isn't it? That she just thinks that he is just, everything he says is law. She doesn't seem to realise that she's doing such a 180. That's no, the worrying she doesn't. thing. That's because she's in awe of him. Mm. You know, she is obsessed with him. He can do no wrong. Realistically, she had her spat and she got it out. And then she's, again, still trying to please him. Oh, well, he has an answer for everything. Anyway, we won't have to look at the two of them again. Yeah, again, good riddance. It'll be interesting to see now next week when these two new couples come in. And oh God, it's going to be fireworks next week. There seems to be a lot of fireworks next week. Uh, as ever, keep watching maths, guys. Keep listening to the podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for everything and keep those emails coming, guys. Laters. Bye for now. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. 
That way, you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on hindicastreality at gmail.com. Hindicastreality at gmail.com.